Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast, where we help you build yourself, build your business, and join the new 1% of individuals that are living a meaningful, free, and fulfilled life through self-development and online entrepreneurship. My name is Dan Coe, and today I have my good friend and business partner, Joey, aka The Cypreneur, with me on this segment of the Modern Mastery Podcast that we call lifestyle mastery where we dive deep into a specific topic about how you can master your mind body spirit or business along with discussing what we've learned this week and our personal struggles so you do not have to repeat our mistakes but before we get into it let's talk about modern mastery hq mmhq is a tight-knit community of creators coaches freelancers and any other ambitious individuals that want to grow themselves and their businesses. You get to steal the proven systems, strategies, and processes from myself, a marketing consultant, and Joey, a performance consultant, to build a predictable and sustainable income source as an online entrepreneur through both tangible and intangible skill acquisition. This success is a result of becoming a high-value individual. This is what we help you achieve. The information inside is responsible for making members tens of thousands of dollars and drastically improving their quality of life. From monthly trainings, weekly action articles, 30-day habit challenges, monthly live calls, real-time help, and much more, it is the all-in-one solution for growing yourself and your business. As an entrepreneur, your business growth relies heavily on your personal growth. In Modern Mastery HQ, we nearly force both of those. If you absorb the information and do what we say, it's near impossible to fail. Our processes are time-tested, and we hold absolutely nothing back in terms of the information we provide. So if you want to join 450-plus members in accelerating their journey to a sovereign and free life, go to join.modernmastery.co and join for less than the price of a night out. With that said, I have a few favors to ask that cost $0. So if you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe or follow, depending on which platform you're listening on. It's just one button click away. Uh, it, it takes one second to do this. It costs nothing, and it truly helps support the growth of this podcast and get more organic listeners. The next thing, you can leave us a rating and review, letting us know what you thought, or just leaving a comment if this is on YouTube. Or you can tag us at Modern Mastery on Twitter or at Modern Mastery HQ on Instagram with a link to this episode and some kind words. And if you do all three, send us a DM and we have something special to give you. Without further ado, let's dive right into this episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast. Yo! Joey, what the fuck is up? We're live. What's going on, man? How are you today? I'm good. I went for a walk earlier. I got a purple hat and a purple shirt now. So, you know, <laughs> life is good. Can't complain. Yeah, <laughs> you told me about that. Yep. So, like, for those unaware of Joey's new profile picture, it was taken when I was there. Joey and I were supposed to do a podcast when I was there, but uh, we were out too late spending time with Justin C. Scott, who's a cool dude can find him on Twitter, but we ended up taking some pictures. Uh, I got a sick pic of Joey, but his hat and his shirt were blue. That didn't fucking cut it. So when I edited it, I changed the hue, you know, for my editors out there, photography people, like I changed the hue and it blew, jo it blew Joey's mind. Like <laughs> you can change the fucking hue of a shirt. And so I matched it to his purple, changed the background a bit. And now he has a sick profile picture that everyone likes, everyone uh, is commenting on but uh, aside from that our topic today is systems systems in life and in business and how increasing your efficiency over time is extremely necessary if you want to make progress so I'll let Joey start off because you probably can explain this concept better than me but let's start with systems thinking right? What, what is systems thinking? Because you hear about it, it sounds fucking cool. It sounds engageable, right? Like, so, oh, you're, you could probably write a platitude about it on Twitter, like a short and sweet little glimpse and people like to think of it. It's like, oh yeah, you're right. Systems thinking, that sounds really cool. I'm going to like this and act like I know what it is. I don't know what it is. So Joey, tell me, enlighten me. 
So a good way to think about systems thinking is thinking of it as something like algorithms, right? So when you approach something, say you're approaching something new, you want to approach it from a certain, we'll say algorithm or as certain steps in order. So talking about mental models is another thing that's very uh, common these days. And related to that are this concept of first principles, right? So when you start thinking of this new concept, you want to get down to first principles, which are kind of like the base components of this thing. And then from there, you can move on and you'll be able to understand the complexity a lot better. So that's one form of systems thinking. But then another way of thinking about things, go ahead. So that's called first principles? First, yeah. Damn. (laughs) I don't know if I'm a genius or an idiot, but like I've, I've been like the past few YouTube videos I've done or even talking about things. It's like about going back to the basics and the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And I started calling it fundamentalism. <laughs> so maybe that's just good marketing and like experience, but I'm going to keep calling it that. And I don't know, but first, first principles it, it makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one form of system thinking, but as far as systems throughout your day, Systems is kind of like a fancy term for routines and routines are, they really come down to habits and habit stacking. So for example, I get my clients to do a morning routine and an evening routine. And so morning routines, certain steps in a certain order, evening routine, a little more lax, but again, certain steps in a certain order and these habit stacks, these routines, these systems have powerful effects uh, as a whole and each individual step has a powerful effect as well. But the great thing about it is is that when you start executing these systems consistently, then they become more automatic because again, they're basically habits, right? So the first few times that somebody starts doing the morning routine, they start getting out of bed, making their bed, drinking their water, getting their sunlight, putting their L-theanine lines made in their coffee, they have to put a lot of conscious thought into it, right? And it may be kind of challenging, or maybe they'll just straight up forget. And then I ask them about it later, and they're like, oh, shit, no, I didn't do that. I'm like, okay, well, I'll remind you tomorrow. But then after doing it for a few days, they just start doing it kind of automatically. Therefore, it doesn't take a lot of thought. It takes less effort, and they can use that mental energy, if you will, for what's important, right? So this is somewhat related, but a lot of well-known entrepreneurs like uh, Steve Jobs, rest in peace, uh, Zuckerberg, Elon, you know, like they're they're known for wearing basically the same thing all the time, right? And the reason why is because that essentially cuts a decision out of their life, like. Zuckerberg doesn't have to decide like, oh, what t-shirt am I going to wear today? Like they're pretty much all gray, right? He wears very simple clothes. Uh, I think that Elon Musk is the same way. And then there have been other famous figures who do the same thing. And the reason why they do that is because they don't have to make that decision anymore. That's less time and energy being spent on one decision. And then you can save that for other things that matter. So the reason why I bring that up is if you have systems in place, either systems in your day or systems in your thinking, then you're going to be much more efficient so that you can put more time and energy to the things that actually matter. Okay. Yeah. This is something like I didn't, like I'd never articulated the concept like that, but it's something that I've done naturally. And in the weirdest things too, like I'll, I'll, I'll try to make everything efficient, literally everything. Like even as I'm, let's say cooking food, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to take out the, like my beef is thawed. I'm going to throw my beef in here, like let it warm up. And then I'm going to put my green beans in the microwave, my frozen green beans in the microwave. So they finish around the same time, but then I got to start cooking my eggs, my over easy eggs around like a similar time so that when my beef is done, 
my green beans are also done. And then I have to like take into account when I take those out. Cause it's fucking hot. And I got to grab like a, a hand warmer, the fucking oven <laughs> mitt. And <laughs> then after that, it's like, okay, now I got to put my eggs on top. I got to season it, get everything ready. And then boom. So like, that's a pretty stupid example, but it's something that I've thought about before. And like, <laughs> even silly things like, okay, I'm working on this project. Now I need to work to a specific point, stop, go to the bathroom, come back, go on a walk. And then everything after that, it's like routine. Okay. I'm going to make my coffee and it reduces the mental load along the way because it's like, now I don't have to think about this stuff on the walk. And that actually explains like the life side of things part like pretty well. It's like adopting the habits, making it just making things more efficient. And you notice this too, like the easiest way to notice this is let's say, cause this fucked me up and I know it fucked or it does fuck Justin up. Um, it fucks a lot of people up, but like when I come to visit you, that was fine. Cause we had things to do. We had things in place. Like I was able to maintain somewhat of my morning routine. But when I got back, when I got back, it's like, Oh shit. Like I'm off of my normal routine. And then I decided to change like my room up because I wanted to be in a better position. Cause I got lights and it looks sick now. And it, for some reason that alone, like fucked me up. It's like, I don't know like where to sit or like how to start this video. It took me like 30 minutes when we got on a call to get everything set up. Cause it's like, I've never like done this before. And that stressed me out because it's like, okay, I have things to do after this. I'm wasting this time on the call. And you just like, you need to get these things in place and get them down. And it's right. the same thing with the mornings. Like if you, if you don't know exactly what you're going to do when you wake up, you're probably just going to scroll on your phone and sit there for 30 minutes until something pops in your head. And you're like, okay, yeah, I should probably do that. But for you and me, it's like, okay, yeah, I need to get up for me, at least after you told me this, and I saw some of the benefits of direct sunlight in the morning. It's like, yeah, I need to get out immediately so I can maintain whatever circadian rhythm I have right now, just by getting out in the sun and going on a walk and getting active and ready for the day and throwing my headphones, throwing a podcast. And so that's what I do. I get up, um, brush my teeth, shower, go straight outside, walk three laps around my apartment complex, listening to a podcast. And then when I come back, it's like, okay, now it's time to sit down and focus on one of the priorities that I wrote down the night before. And then after that, it kind of takes over from there and I have everything else written down. And then during specific parts of the day, I can take a break, do what I want, go to the gym, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that right there is a great example that shows the power of having systems in place. There's so much time that's lost if you don't have those kinds of things going for you, right? So if you're getting out of bed, snoozing your alarm, just you know, getting up when you feel like it, and then maybe make some breakfast, and then maybe catch up on some news or some text or something like that, and then maybe figure out what you're going to be doing for your day. You've already lost probably like an hour plus, right? So if you have a set routine in the morning and you've already figured out basically what you're going to be doing for most of the next day, then you're going to be a lot more efficient because you don't have to wonder when, what am I going to do? When am I going to do it? You already have the plan laid out for yourself. And again, that saves you a lot of time. It saves you a lot of energy. And when you're wanting to operate at a high level, you know, in life and in your business, you can't be wasting a whole lot of time or energy, right? So you need to build as, I wouldn't say as many systems as possible, but you want to build up systems that will reclaim and protect that time and energy because any any time and energy is being wasted is money is being wasted essentially or is freedom is being wasted it's time that you could use actually doing things that you want to do whether that's in your business or whether it's just chilling right like if you fuck around on your phone for an hour before your day even begins that was an hour that you could have spent 
I don't know, watching anime or something, right? <laughs> like if pe- people get to a point where they feel like they're just working nonstop and that they don't have any time to relax and chill when really oftentimes you do have that time. It's just kind of scattered throughout the day in those little moments where you're not really thinking about it, right? Like five, 10, 15 minutes here and there, like in between tasks or when you're not really sure what you should be doing, that adds up quick. And that's time that you could have spent intentionally doing something either productive or, you know, just relaxing, like taking a hot bath or something like that. So I think if people spent a little bit of time, just a few minutes planning out their day, then they're going to wind up saving themselves probably hours throughout that day because they're going to be able to go after each thing sequentially, whether trying instead of trying to do everything all at once. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's absolutely necessary. Like we're talking about the life or performance side of it right now, but you can quickly see how much that would impact your business, especially Mm -hmm. as like a solo creator or online business owner or people like us, like people, the, the way the world is moving, really personal brands and all that good shit, smaller brands and or more niche brands. Sorry. And it's extremely important, but we can dive into like business systems now and just some examples. But before that, we, we forgot to start the podcast off with this and, um, we will have like an intro on it soon, but we need where Joey and I are launching, uh, a program, the mastery program. And pretty much what that is, is my consulting program, which normally runs eight to $10,000. Um, Joey's program probably runs much higher than what the mastery program is going to cost. I don't know exactly, but we're bringing our two programs together into some form of a group coaching program. It's it's getting fleshed out right now. Um, it, everything's in place. It's just a matter of putting it together and combining our programs and getting everything ready. But the thing is, we're going to give you, oh, wow, this is actually perfect for this episode. But we're literally giving you our systems for... <laughs> business and life in a sense to help increase your performance. So on Joey's side, it's pretty much the things we're talking about now and everything he gives his clients. His clients are executives, entrepreneurs, and other people that have a heavy workload and need to get a lot of work done in a little bit of time, turning what could be 12 to 16 hours of work into four to five hours of work a day, which is the glorified lifestyle of of an entrepreneur, but Joey's the person that actually makes that happen. A lot of other people just like to say it because it gets good engagement, but Joey actually makes it happen for his clients. Um, Then on my end, I help you set up everything. And I want to give you an example of one thing that is in the program because this transitions well into the business systems. But We'll, we'll continue the podcast when I start on that topic. But if you're interested in this at all, we are launching to the community first, MMHQ first for $1,000 off. Now, as I said before, the price is nowhere near what my original cost is of eight to $10,000. But still, you, you still get $1,000 off of the price that it's going to be, which is a fraction of what I originally charged. So uh, if you actually want that $1,000 off, join Modern Mastery HQ. There's a link in the description. Or if you don't want $1,000 off, just wait until we start promoting it on Twitter. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and yeah, don't be late to the party because spots will go quick. I'm pretty sure we have three people in it already and like that have paid already. And they're not even... Like it's the landing page isn't even done. So that that goes to show how quickly it's going to fill up. And there's only going to be we might increase it to 15, but there's only 10 spots right now uh, available for the $1,000 off. So technically, there's seven spots available. We may increase that to 15, but very limited spots. So join MMHQ for $9.97 a month if you want $1,000 off. But transitioning into my content system and think something that I've been working on for a while And for anyone, so if you're a creator, right, if you're a creator, you're probably on one platform, 
you may be on Twitter or you may be freelancing and cold outreaching to clients or you may only be on Instagram or YouTube, whatever it may be. But I have created a system that allows me to create all of the content for every platform that I'm on. So YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and podcast are the main ones. But my content multiplication is system is this. I have a template where it lets me write pretty much a blog post in under 30 minutes to an hour, right? I could probably pump out a pretty fucking good blog post in 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, I go through like the research aspect of things, the, the lead, like just a structured blog post and being able to write it out very quick. And then guess what that can turn into? A newsletter, a Twitter thread, an Instagram carousel post, a YouTube script, a podcast script. And then you can break down each point into, you can break that entire thing down into separate tweets. Those tweets you turn into Instagram posts. You can also turn them into YouTube shorts or um, clips. So like you can clip the YouTube or the podcast and put that on your Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And that there, there's probably more to it, but you're pretty much, it's like one thing that you write out once that creates a week's worth of content in an hour or so. You still have to create the other assets and write everything down for the tweets and stuff. So maybe two to three hours a week, but for content across all platforms, right? So that's an example of a system that you can create for your own business that would allow you, if you're only on Twitter or you're only on Instagram or you're only on YouTube, it would allow you to do all of that stuff at once and spread across platforms and fuel those other platforms with your social media right now. That is one example of a business system. And that's something that's included in the program. Pretty much every module of the program is something like that. So it's like for your sales process, you need a system for that. And Another thing to take into account is with systems, it makes it 10 times easier to hire out. And like I have my roommate, I'm training him on doing video clips and uh, managing the community and like other things where it would be so much harder if I didn't have those systems in place already for myself, because I'm reducing the mental load it takes for me to create the content because a lot of people just go into it blindly and they're like, oh, I need to. I need an idea for a tweet right now. When in reality, you can create 30 ideas for tweets if you just wrote out one long post in your content multiplication system. And uh, what are what are other things? So let's take like a sales process, for example. So when you reach out to someone, right? And you you kind of have to go about this and iterate on it because you have to figure out what works if you don't have the guidance of someone else or a course or something else that gives you their system. But let's say you're trying to land clients and it's like, okay, first you got to create a system for actually finding a qualified prospect to reach out to. So if that's on like Google or something, right? You search for top pages, you make sure that they're like, you have a, a step where it's like you're making sure that they're paying for marketing. So you check their Facebook page, see if they're running ads and then you have to find their email if they're doing that. And then if you're sending a cold email, you need a personalized first line. So you need to have a system for going through their content and actually find something that's worth mentioning in that personalized first line. And then after that personalized first line in the cold email, you need like to add your social proof or, your actionable steps for helping them get results, you know, providing value up front and then your call to action. So that's like your system for sending cold emails, but then you need a system for, uh, getting them into getting them on a call. How does that go? What's your system on the call? What's the process that you go through there? Um, and then onboarding, what's your system for onboarding? How do you make onboarding seamless for them and make sure you have all the assets to deliver on your service. And then after that, uh, the delivery system. So how are you going to actually deliver and get results and systemize that? So someone else could do it for you 
10 times faster than it would take for you to train them. You're still going to have to train them, but you're training them to use your systems and that should be pretty seamless. And the thing with this is like, it sounds like you just set this up once and this is in life or business, right? This isn't only in business stuff, but you have to continually make them more and more efficient, right? If, if there's a blockage somewhere, let's say in your morning routine where you get up, you take a shower, you go on your walk, but then you come back and there's a blockage. It's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be working on right now. So you write things down, uh, you waste 30 minutes to an hour, like just trying to figure out what you're going to work on right now. And then you get into focus work. Well, there's something that can be improved, right? So are you going to create a system for writing down your priorities and goals the week ahead? So that way, you know what you're working on that day and you can just get straight into it. And same thing for your business. Like if you find a better way or think of a better way that would get better results for you, then you have to go back and you have to change the system and constantly make it more efficient. And that's how you grow as a person and as a business. Because if you just don't change, you're going to keep saying the same results over and over again. And this is okay to an extent, but if you're trying to grow and you're trying to be, you're trying to reach optimal performance in life and business, and you're continually trying, striving for better, then you have to go back. You have to refine, you have to iterate. That was yeah. long. <laughs> no, I think I can, that was I, good though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I completely agree with you. Of course. A, the, it, the iteration process is extremely important because some things are going to work for you and other things aren't going to work for you, right? And that's one of the great things about hiring a coach or multiple coaches to help you because the typically a coach has done so much of the research and experimentation right. to figure out what works and what doesn't, right? I've made the mistake countless times where I've started trying something new, didn't really know if it worked for, more, for me or not, and just wound up kind of wasting time. Whereas if I would have just hired a coach, which I mean, eventually I did, I have fitness coaches now, I've had you coaching me with my business, and I saved so much time because not only did that help me avoid a lot of those things that would just waste time, it also was personalized to me and my needs, right? So that really cut back on the time that it took to get to a place where my performance and my business was systemized pretty well. And again, you know, time is money, basically. Time is freedom, right? So the better that your systems get, the more efficient they become, the better things you can do. And that's why it's so important to not just fly by the seat of your pants all day, every day, because you're wasting more time than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. And the, this, I hope this doesn't like take away from our program, but the, the, if you want to, it's very, very rewarding to go about it yourself. I will admit it's very rewarding to figure these, figure these things out for yourself. Like personally, I, Maybe I'll hire a fitness coach down the road, but like I spent them like f four to five years when I was a kid, like studying this stuff. That was my interest. That was my passion that I loved learning about. And that led to me having like, it's very, very easy for me to create systems around fitness. Now it's like, okay, I have my program. I'm in the gym. I think this could be better. I change it really quick on my phone. Boom, done. Like for tracking and progressing in my weights, it's systemized. It's like, okay, this is exactly when I'm supposed to increase the weight. This is exactly when I'm supposed to increase or decrease my calories, right? Like you have, you create your own systems for that and pretty much everything as you gain experience in those areas. I talk about experience a lot and that's what systems are, right? It's just your your systems and your efficiency are a byproduct of your experience both in life and in business and the what you're doing what you're doing if you want to accelerate very very quickly in one area fitness 
mind, body, spirit, business, whatever the fuck it is, you pay people to implement their systems for you, right? Their systems that work for you. So when you're buying a course, you're buying their system that got them results, but then there's no personalization. It's, it's still up to you to try and iterate on those things for your own personal situation. So like coaching, that's where it's like, here are my systems. Let's, let's fit it in to your business or life and make that happen. And I'll help you iterate on it quicker than you could do on your own with a course. Right. And that's the other thing, dude, this is the thing, right? Once you have these experiences, this is what creates a successful brand especially as like a personal brand or solopreneur online business owner is you gain experience, you get results, you sell those results time and time again, and you consistently make them more efficient and better at getting results as you go on. And that's what increase, that's what allows you to increase your prices and also systemize the delivery of your product or service and boost it, like scale it to an extent right? Is you sell the systems that got you results, you help other people get results. And it's funny. It's funny how this is a thing. But over the the guest podcasts that I've had, it really seems like to a lot of them, the, the a big theme in life in like a meaningful or a happy life is to pass on what you learned. Right? And that is you do that at scale with a personal brand. That's how you gain authority, right? There's a lot of people that start building a brand like these platitude accounts or like the basic accounts that get a ton of engagement, maybe have a ton of followers, but sometimes they don't sell anything. I guarantee they do not have as much authority as like a 1000 follower account that has a highly raved about course right? Because people went through that and they got results from it. Like people aren't going to take your free content seriously. So it's a win-win situation. You gain experience in life. You start talking about your experiences and you grow a brand on social media. And the thing here is you don't have to be super interesting to do this. Um, you can really learn and build in public and do it on along the way. But then once you're ready and once you've gotten results in one area of life, whether it be fitness, business, mindset, whatever, you see what's working, what's already selling. You create your own system based off of what's selling and what got you results. You make it your full-time job to get testimonials from other people to show that your results get results. I don't know. Your, your system gets results and then you scale, 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 you pay for promotions, or you just grow on social media organically. And then you build a name for yourself and your systems become parts of people's lives and impact them deeply. And they're going to have word of mouth marketing for you, right? That's the main thing is like when people go through this program that we're launching, and we absolutely fucking change their lives, because to be quite honest, we've iterated on these things for years, and we know they get results. And they're going to get you results, then whoever went through that program is going to attribute their success to us. And it's going to boost our authority. It's going to get more people in there. And then since they're getting results, it's like they're just passing the ladder down as well. They're going to get results in their own unique niche. Uh, and then they can do whatever they want with it. That's the thing about personal brands is you're not limited to anything. Joey can go and re release a business course down the road if he wanted to. Uh, he could fucking release a fitness course down the road if he wanted to. There's some things to go over there, but he, he could turn it to the physiological aspect of things and performance aspect of things. And that's his unique angle on that. So a lot of, there's a lot of shit that goes into this, but you gain it by gaining experience and building your own systems and then passing those systems on to others. That's, the meaning of all of this shit yeah exactly i have something to say on that but i want to go back to something that you said at the start of that which was you know not wanting to take away from our programs or the mastery program with the 
the fun of developing systems yourself just because you know you you join a program or you hire a coach that doesn't mean that you disconnect from the process and you don't do any development mm. on your systems anymore you can You're take right. that foundation that a coach gives you and then further personalize it and modify it to suit your own needs right because this isn't something that's just like done like once you like you don't just encounter the perfect system right out of the gate it takes iteration regardless of how you gain the system it's going to take some iteration and improvement so getting a solid foundation puts you years ahead of the people who don't have that foundation or are trying to cobble it together from books and articles about whatever Warren Buffett and Elon Musk do in the morning. You know, people that are just trying to go through that process. But yeah, um, going back to what you were just saying at the end of that, I mean, it's, it sounds rather cheesy, I'm well aware, but this concept of self-transcendence, like helping other people help other people, is at the core of what we both do ultimately right you know it it really and has a multiplying effect good it, it's what everyone does you think yeah. of any business what are they doing they're probably doing something at scale it's like i learned this now i'm going to help you do this right everyone has their unique interests and like that's the thing if everyone just actually pursued their interests <laughs> we, we'd all be in a good spot like maybe not like truck driver. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to like call out something, but there's, there's a place for everyone. I'll say that. And the people that never listen to this podcast or just don't understand that they're going to fall into their respective places too. And it's going to fill in the gaps. So it's like the, the ambitious people will succeed if they just take what we said right now. Yeah, exactly. And to me, there is no better feeling than getting a message from somebody like talking about the progress that, you, that they've made. I mean, I know that right before this call, you had gotten a message from somebody that you had helped get. Shout their out first client. Yep. Uh, that's, I mean, that put a big smile on my face uh, just hearing about that. But then when you hear about someone who took the lessons that you learned and then turned around and helped these other people improve themselves and their businesses and their lives. That's just, it's just incredible. Like watching the multiplying effect happen. Full circle, baby. Yep. Yeah. So is that, you, you said you had something to say after that, that was like the first thing, right? But I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll say something about that really quick. So, the, the thing with the systems is that, yes, it's actually going to be in the copy of the actual landing pages, like steal our processes and systems. That's all this is about, right? If you see a business model that's working, you swipe it, you emulate it, you know what's already working and you attack it from your own unique perspective, right? Once you have the knowledge and you've gotten results with that knowledge, there is quite frankly, nothing holding you back from selling it. Like I... I could give a fuck if you take what we teach you in the program, take it and get results because that's technically what it is. Like I, I know <laughs> Joey, you wouldn't like this, but if they take your mm -hmm. stuff and then they want to take my stuff to land clients to become a performance coach and start getting um, results with that, like start free, get people results, increase, like move up the ladder and like that, that's really it is like once you have results from your systems and you refine them over time to get more results, et cetera, et cetera, that's what you fucking do. It's like, it's like we college classes could very well be just like very, it's like they're, they're teaching you the systems that get results so you can go and work for a job to get them those results. When in reality you could learn something that is valued in the digital economy and then you take those and you start at low pay or free pay for yourself you get results and then that that's where everything's moving right so that's my thought process on it is like you you just get fucking results with information and systems that you learn along the way 
and then you get better at them and then you charge for them and then you scale. Yep, exactly. And that's something that I've realized along my journey and I've been sharing with other people who are breaking into the consulting or design space is it's all about the results you can get right like you you need to be able to get results and then be able to talk about those results because that's what people really care about they want to know that you can do the things that you say you can so it's not about your logo or your business card or your certifications or whatever it's about can you get these results and then can you talk about them can you tell stories about them can you prove that you can do what you say you can yeah that's always made me wonder, man, like because I started off freelancing, like done for you services, and then I moved to consulting. But my question is, well, I guess it depends on the niche you're actually targeting. Um, like business, like local businesses would rather have it done for them rather than pay for consulting. But my whole idea behind it is like, can can you become? Oh, you did it. Never, never fucking mind. Uh like you can become a consultant right off the bat if you wanted to, you just consult for free, you get results and then whatever, whatever. Like if you, the thing about it, like the touchy thing there is, is the whole online business space. They're so like, people are so tied mentally to what they do for work. And it's all about making things more efficient. Consulting was more efficient for me because when I started building a Twitter audience and it's like, Oh, I have, somewhat of an audience of creators and this and that I built some funnels and websites for them. And it's like, why don't I just fucking consult these people? Because they're just like me. I'm selling to my former self and knowing my former self, I want to do everything on my own. I want to pay for someone to tell me, Hey, go and do this on your own. It's a fun project, but here's how I would do it. Then yeah, it really depends on certain things. So I guess in essence, in a sense, I never, is it in essence or in a sense or is in essence, like at the foundation of everything there's in essence, what is it? <laughs> in essence would be in a summary. The main and then point in a sense is like one way of saying it, right? A different perspective. Okay. So I don't, in, in, in one of those, yeah, you could, one could become a very good business consultant without building a bit. It wouldn't be a business consultant. It'd be like a marketing consultant. Like if you're good at marketing, then you can consult other businesses on marketing. But, oh, that's what people get mad at. I've seen it a few times. It's like people label themselves as business coaches and their like their business doesn't make any money like the business yeah. they have so it's like yeah if you pick a niche like marketing or funnels or something else you could go straight into consulting if your niche is one that wants to do it themselves in a, I, I, in a sense i wouldn't recommend i don't know build it yourself like that's the way you actually get results quick from the start yeah it's weird yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with what you said about starting to starting off working for free because that was will always be one of the best decisions that I ever made for my business because that experience and then the testimonials and referrals that I got from doing that work was invaluable at that stage. And it's still yeah. paying dividends today because of right. like referral chains. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that's underrated in all of this stuff, especially if you have an audience and you're reaching out to people that have a good network. So if you do good work and you get results, like people are going to ask questions because like example, JK Molina, um, hired someone to grow his Instagram. And then Joey and I both were like, should we hire this person? <laughs> like, should we hire this person and get these same results? And then it's a referral from JK. And then that person gets two new clients if we decide to sign on and like the full chain goes. So that's, yep. that's actually another reason why you should niche down is because the niches have a ref like a network of those other niches, mm -hmm. exactly. right? Like if you, if you're going after a broad niche and you're just creating websites and it's like, Oh yeah, I got this pest control company, good results. 
Now, can you refer me to people in your network? That that pest control company probably knows other pest control business owners, but they may or may not know a fucking, I don't know, another network. Maybe they will. Who knows? Either yeah. way, referrals, very, very powerful. And I don't think we need to go on about that anymore. But Joey, are there any good questions <laughs> that people asked on Twitter? Yo, if you, if you guys see our posts on Twitter to tell you to ask questions, think of a question. <laughs> yeah. Because like the well, we could I'm sure some people would be interested in like personal questions about us. But at the same time, it feels weird. I still don't like talking about myself. Well, Dan Co asks. <laughs> Serious one for Joey, even though I'm on a call with you right now. Give me a step-by-step brain dump system for the new challenge in MMHQ and to just increase my productivity even more than you already have. So, for Mr. Dan Co., my response would be brain dumping has two main purposes or applications is a better way of putting it. Application number one is for task management. So, how you brain dump for task management is first write down all the to do's that you can possibly think of no matter how big they are just write them all down second step is going to be to start categorizing those so for me i simply have the categories of business personal and other i don't think i really have anything in other it's just kind of there i don't i don't know why i have it i don't put anything in it but i have it there and then you want to pick out a couple priorities for those right so right now for me, stuff with the mastery program is like priority number one for me. Uh, somewhat on the same level is like the active clients that I still have. And then for personal, um, going to the gym, stuff like that. So you have these prioritized lists of tasks. Now you don't have to go through and prioritize everything and like rank it and all that crap. Just pick out like one, two, or three priorities from each category, okay? And then what you can do is actually put time on your calendar to work on either a specific task or a specific category. So the purpose of brain dumping for task management is to go from being unsure of what you're going to work on and when you're going to work on it and having all this stuff in your mind that's distracting you at all times. You're going to go from that to... I have all of my to-dos stored somewhere. I have a few priorities picked out. I have time on my calendar to work on them. And then when I sit down to actually do work, my mind is clear so that I'm actually able to focus on the thing I'm supposed to be doing right now instead of thinking about all the other things that I could be doing. So that's brain dumping for task management. Then I also have my clients uh, brain dump at the end of the day So the first thing that they do as part of their nightly routine, they do a brain dump. And that's just writing down whatever's on their mind, right? So it could be things they're worried about. It could be things that they're happy about. Just whatever they're thinking about, just write it down. And the reason why I have them do that at night is because it helps clear your mind so so that your brain can start winding down so you can relax and then get ready to actually fall asleep. Because a big problem that a lot of people have especially high-performing entrepreneurs and executives, is they have so much stuff on their mind when they lay down at night that they can't fall asleep for a long time. That anxiety keeps them awake. They, they keep thinking about all the stuff that they, that they didn't get done. Maybe they're beating themselves up for something. Maybe they have some limiting beliefs or something's making them anxious. If you write this stuff down, then your mind's going to be clear and you're going to have a much easier time falling asleep. Right. I dig it. Cool. All right. Arthur Diaz, hopefully I'm saying his last name right, asks, how do you get the most out of the content you consume, whether it's books, videos, or podcasts? Also oh, asks, shit. do you have a note-taking system like space repetition, practice, or writing? So This is, this is Arthur from the MMHQ. Yeah. Yep. Cool guy. Yep. Shout out, Arthur. Indeed. So my answer for that is, I have a limit with books. If after the first, I'd say three chapters, I feel like the book is just terrible, then I drop it. 
I used to have the sunk cost fallacy thing where if I started reading a book, then I would feel compelled. Like I would feel like I had to finish it because like, well, I already bought it. Like I bought it and I put time into it. Like, no, my, Mm. my time's too valuable, right? All of our time is too valuable to waste on a bad book. That's a tweet. Um, and then similarly (laughs) for videos and podcasts, you know, if, if something isn't grabbing me or something doesn't really seem relevant to my interests or my needs, then I'll just stop. Um, and then as far as note taking, so I always have a pen and paper with me when I'm reading and I'm constantly taking notes. Um, uh, sometimes I take notes as I'm reading, just what I'm thinking about as I'm reading that, or I just put some very subtle marks. I don't highlight books, but I just put subtle pencil marks around a paragraph that I find interesting. So that's my note taking system. What about you? Uh, mine is kind of all over the place. So, well, for books, mine is I read off of a Kindle and this is like what you showed me, but I highlight it and then it gets like with Readwise, that highlight gets popped into a notion page specific to that book. So then I can go back and read over the notes and uh, like highlights that I have there for the important points for other things. Like when I'm listening to podcasts or a YouTube video or just an idea pops into my mind, even when I'm reading tweets or something, I have a page in notion called fleeting thoughts. And then every week I create a toggle drop down with like today, it would just be eight dash 30 create the toggle drop down and then everything in there. Like when something comes to mind, I uh, write it down on a line under that toggle. And then at the end of the month I can come or the end of the week, I can come through, look through, through those and remember the good ideas that I had that sparked from consuming the content. And then that can be used for really anything. Like I plan to go through a lot of those again, uh, like, and, and I categorize them too to an extent uh, by the topic. So when I need to go and create content on that topic, I can go through and look at all of those and just be like, and this is like book specific too. It's like when I'm reading um, Awareness by Anthony DeMello and I want to write something about awareness, I go, I look through my highlights and it's like, oh yeah, that's a great fucking point that I can expand on. And it's just like, it, it starts the idea off right there. So example for the long form content system that I talked about earlier, like when I'm creating content and I want to create something on awareness, I go to a book that I read about awareness and then I can create points off of my highlights or I can uh, even create the headline off of a highlight because they're really good at writing or something like that. And it generates the ideas in my head and I can go off of my own personal experience with those things. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. And then the last one, Charlie Rockford asked, what's the best way to get more social? So I have a few answers for this one. I know it's kind of difficult right now, but looking for meetups related to whatever interests you have uh, in your city is extremely effective because there, if, if you have an interest, there's, most likely a meetup for it in your city, like whether it's sports or Dungeons and Dragons or like book clubs or, or whatever. So I highly recommend looking for those. Like I said, depending on where you live, that could be kind of difficult to find right now. Uh, but then as far as online, I mean, I, I'll always say that networking has been the most important thing that I've done, uh, both for my brand and my business. So just mm. don't overthink it. That's that's the thing. That's my number one piece of advice when it comes to networking on Twitter, we'll say, is don't overthink it. Don't don't manufacture um a networking strategy or like networking messages really because it's mm. it's very easy for humans to unconsciously detect when something is like forced or planned or something like that. It it just comes across weird. So what I typically tell people to do is just, you know, if there are people on Twitter that you want to talk to, no matter how big their account is, 
just try starting a conversation with them, right? Like if they post something that resonates with you, then reply with something insightful. Don't like reply and reword their tweet or something like that, like some people do. But just reply with something that adds to the conversation, maybe ask a question about it, maybe relate something related to or say something related to your experience, that kind of thing. You'll probably get on their radar, but it may take a few tries. I don't know. It depends on the context. And then from there, you can move to DMs, like maybe send them one of their tweets or something like that. You know, introduce yourself, tell them why their account, their content, maybe the thing that you sent them, why that resonated with you, right? Like lead off with something complimentary to them and maybe ask some questions about themselves or like why they got into what they're doing, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a few options for getting more social on Twitter, I'd say. What do you think? Yeah, well, in general, on Twitter or not, something that was a big game changer for me because we all we all overthink this is just be one. Be genuinely interested in them, right? If you're trying to network with someone who you have zero interest in, why are you trying to do it in the first place or just be social with them, right? So I I initially learned this from Jack Peach in relation to like approaching women, but it works for anything, whether you're approaching someone in the Twitter DMs or you're just trying to make friends at a meetup or you go to a yoga class and you want to fucking talk to someone is you, there's something that interested you in them in the first place, right? So your job is to just go into the conversation, wanting to learn more about them because people, I said earlier that I don't like talking about myself, but in reality, I do like talking about myself. I don't like bragging or like flexing about myself, but I do like talking about myself. Like if people ask me a question that the topic, like I'm genuinely interested in and I can immediately start popping off and like just telling you my thoughts on it, then yeah, I'm going to respond and be very receptive to what you have to say. And it's the same with Twitter DMS. It's like, for freelancers, it's like if you just start asking questions about a project that they're working on, they're probably pretty fucking passionate about that project and could use like if you have an expertise that could help them improve that project, then you're in right, whether it's paid or free or not. So like uh, we have this down, feel free to reach out to us, but we may deny you. But like for the mastery program, it's like this is something we're extremely passionate about. So if someone comes into our DMs and they're like, like, hey, man, how's it going? I saw this tweet, really enjoyed it. This is my experience on it. Um, and then they respond and you're like, what are you what are you working on right now? Like any new plans for like a product launch or like what do, what do you, what's the next move? And then we'd be like, oh, we're launching this mastery program. It's this, this and this. And then the other side is or what they would say is like oh that's awesome like i'm an email copywriter are there like any emails that you need help with or even just need me to look over for you and it's like yeah we can send them over now like give us some tips and then we send it over they do some free work like they rewrite an email or something and we like it and like either i would ask to pay i've done this multiple times not for the mastery program but for other things where it's like, yeah, man, I'll just pay you to do this for me. Or then like, if you're confident in your service, you can be like, yeah, man, I charge X, Y, Z. If you want to get on a call, let's see how I can help you. And people with money will usually take you up on that. If you're getting denied time and time again on that, you're probably reaching out to people that just don't have the money. Like they're, they have the scarcity mindset around money where it's like, I'm not going to invest in my business and I can't like, I'm just not going to do this. This sounds outrageous, right? Yeah, and that's a really important thing that some people who are, well, I mean, I was going to say more of a beginner mindset, but I, I think it's all across experience levels. Some people are hesitant to invest in their business and even their performance. And I mean, I, I used to battle with the scarcity mindset really bad because of you know just what my childhood was like. But I eventually realized that investing in coaching and software and tools 
other resources that can help me work better and work faster pay for themselves like dozens of times over usually right like if something helps me get more something helps me get more done in less time or do something better then it's almost like a no-brainer that i should invest in it so it's it's basically summary summary of that is you know like you gotta spend money to make money sometimes yeah completely agree but yeah any more questions that was all of them cool 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 thank you everyone for listening uh Shameless plug for both of us, I would say, is the mastery program. If you're interested in it, uh, check it out. When we launch, we may post a link under this podcast because people will listen to this later and then you can join there. This this is going to be an ongoing thing as well. Uh, Every quarter we'll have a new group and it'll just be ongoing, but it's going to have its launch phases as with everything else. If you want to get in early, and commit to it then you're going to pay a lot less than if you wait till the last second and i I mean a lot less we're talking four figures less here so if you're interested if you're truly interested shoot one of us a dm and just let us know and we can get you inside before anyone else uh but aside from that i am at the danco on twitter instagram and then you can just type danco into youtube if you want to see my sick videos there. Um, and MMHQ, again, uh, we're promoting there first. So if you want to join MMHQ for $9.97 a month, that's $9.97 a month. Um, link in the podcast notes. Lots of cool things happening there. Uh, when this goes out, when this goes out, it's actually the first day of 30 days of brain dumps. So what we talked about earlier about like the brain dump journaling at night, if you want to join in on that challenge and hold yourself accountable in the discord channel, uh, feel free to do that. It's a very powerful habit and eliminates a ton of overwhelm and stress and lets you laser in on priorities and get your fucking life together. So join if you want to get your fucking life together. Yeah. It's like, you know, many things that (laughs) I, I get my clients to do. I mean, it sounds really simple, but when you do little things with solid consistency, then it winds up having a huge impact. Yeah. But Joey, where can people find you? Everyone go follow Joey on Instagram. He's starting on Instagram at yep. the Cypreneur. You need to hit up Cypreneur and be like, hey, fucking motherfucker, give me my at right now. I am going to file a trademark for the name soon. Hopefully that will help. <laughs> yeah. But, and you can just get it from him. Yeah. But I'm on Twitter at Cypreneur. So I got to look at it while I spell it because that's how my brain works. P-S-Y-P-R-E-N-E-U-R is probably in the show notes. Hopefully it is. But I'm it on is. Instagram now at the Cypreneur, the one and only. And I'm not on YouTube yet, but I have a feeling I will be soon. Let's fucking go. You got my content system. Yep. Content Indeed. system. Get a little teleprompter. That'll be sick. I, I I ordered that teleprompter. It'll be here Thursday, but nice. Um, yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Make it even more systemized. Yep. Pump out a video exactly. in 10 minutes flat. Yep. Minimal edits. But yeah that's it for this one guys thanks for tuning in i think this was one of our best episodes surprisingly there was a fuck ton of value dropped in there i agree but, uh okay so if you enjoyed this episode one last word someone people actually started doing this i was surprised but uh uh tag us on twitter so at or on instagram stories or a post or whatever um at the danco and at cypreneur on twitter Tell us, hmm, tell us a system of yours or just tell us you fucking like the podcast. That really helps us out. Like if you just shout out the podcast and be like, oh, yeah, they dropped some knowledge bombs or I just love I just like listening to this podcast. It was good. (laughs) That'd be great. It'd be really helpful. Um, If you tag at Modern Mastery, I am bad at checking those notifications. So Mm -hmm. it probably won't be seen unless 
like it's just a special occasion. So if you want to 100% be seen, tag at the Danco and at Cypreneur, and we will retweet you. So that's another bonus. If you want to start your creator journey off, that's what a lot of people have done. I'm sorry to keep rambling, but people like would take notes on a podcast of like a big follower account like us. And then they'd write a summary of the podcast. And then of course we're going to fucking retweet the fuck out of that. We're going to retweet that to the moon because that'll boost our podcast. And then you wrote a valuable thread and people are going to follow you. So if you want to start off on a strong note on Twitter and get two retweets from some big accounts on a thread, which is guaranteed to pull in some followers and write a summary on what you learned here. And that's really it. Provide some value, teach other people, pass the ladder down. As we said, uh, like teach other people what you learn from this podcast and they're going to follow you because they like your insights. Yep. But that's about it. Joey, any last words? No, that's all I got. Thank you all for listening and hope to see you around soon. Build those systems. Indeed. See ya. Bye. <laughs> My friends, thank you so much for listening to that episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast. I have a few favors to ask you. For a whopping $0, you can support this podcast by following, rating, and subscribing on whatever platform you are listening on. And for an additional $0, <laughs> You can share this podcast on your social media accounts, tag me in it at the Dan Co, and I will share you on the community page. This truly helps the Modern Mastery community and podcast grow and allows me to bring you top tier guests to fuel your hunger for wisdom. It costs zero dollars, but it does cost you your time, and we understand how valuable that can be. But considering you spent an hour or so listening to this podcast, a one minute subscribe or follow button click and social media share isn't too much to ask. And if you truly enjoyed it, um, we would hope that you do this out of the kindness of your heart. And we truly, we truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And the second favor, which costs money, is joining Modern Mastery HQ, the only platform you need to master your mind, body, and spirit while building a five to 10K a month online business as a creator, coach, freelancer, or entrepreneur. You can go to join.modernmastery.co to join 350 plus members and gain instant access to information that has the potential of making you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime as a business owner. With that, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Modern Mastery Podcast, and I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.